Hello, everyone. Welcome to Secret Keepers Club. This is my 20th time doing this intro. I'm not doing it again. We're sticking through. We're powering through. If I mess it up, you girls got to stick with me, okay? Welcome to Secret Keepers Club. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. You know the whole spiel. Got a lot of emails that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. We're going to get to them in a minute. Have a lot of things that I want to chit chat with my girlies about. A, a major life update that I have to tell you guys about. Okay. So brace yourselves for that. It's silly, but it's but it's important. Um, and I'm recording this on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Let's see, February 12th. Ooh, Valentine's Day is this week. Who's going to be my freaking Valentine? Probably so many people. I won't even I, I won't even have one second in the day. But February 12th, Super Bowl Sunday, a.k.a. the Rihanna concert. I'm not interested in watching the game at all. Uh, I want to see Robin Fenty. I want to see her performance. I want to see the outfits. I have so many questions and I can't wait to watch it. I'm like, part of me thinks that she's going to open with umbrella Rihanna. And then I'm like, would that be too obvious? Like, what if she opens with a song that none of us have ever heard before? (gasps) And if that happens, guys, I'm a psychic, but I don't think she would do that. I think it might be umbrella or Disturbia. We might hit with a Disturbia with Disturbia. I'm a little drunk. I went out for brunch. I had a couple of drinks. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's why I keep flubbing the intro. Me trying to me trying to do the intro. Hey, hey, my girls. <laughs> and my girls and my boy. <laughs> and then I kept laughing. I'm like, oh, my God, I need. <laughs> I need to start this again in a professional way. But I kept, I was just being so freaking silly. I had, I had a little silly fit. I had a giggle fit. What can you do? Can't wait to see the Rihanna concert. My friend's going to come over in a little bit to, um, she wants to use my special bedazzler to bedazzle her denim jacket that she just got. She was like, this would look cute with rhinestones on it. I'm like, girl, you know, I have the special tools. One thing about me is I have a hot fix applicator that is like, it's a hot tool to apply rhinestones. It's very serious. It's very, very serious. So I think she might come over. Maybe we'll we'll watch the Super Bowl together and we'll have a little bedazzling party. But anywho, you guys, I um I wanted to let you know that okay, last week, this cracked me up so much last week. So you guys know the episode didn't the proper episode wasn't posted on Monday. I recorded it on Sunday, as I always do. I don't post the episodes on iTunes, Spotify, anything like that. I send them in and then other somebody else posts it for me. Um because I wouldn't even know how to do that. That's like way beyond my knowledge of of technology. But they had accidentally posted an old episode, like from like a month ago or a couple months ago, whenever it was. And I got so many DMs from you guys. And I'm like, wow, you really do attract like what you are because I got so many DMs from from you girls saying like, (laughs) saying like you thought that you were psychic. Like you thought that you were having an hour long deja vu of just, you knew what I was going to say before I was saying it. And you were like, oh my God, I'm shook. Like I thought I was psychic. (laughs) That's so something I would do. I'm like, these are my girls. These are my guests. (laughs) But anywho, you guys life update. Okay. It's very serious. I cut bangs. Well, I had bangs cut. I had bangs cut. I didn't cut them myself. Okay. I had bangs cut. And I know you're thinking like, oh, they're long. 
right? Like if you were to just envision it, you would be like, they're like long bangs. They're maybe like a little wispy bang, right? They are one inch long. They, I have a small forehead, I would say, and they go to the middle of my forehead. They're baby bangs. They're baby bangs. And I'm trying to adjust to them, but people's reactions have been pretty other than my mother, which is so funny because she always hates my hairstyle. No matter what my hair looks like, like I'll get highlights. She's like, I liked it dark. I'll dye it dark. She's like, yeah, you need a little color. <laughs> she, you need a little highlight around the face. So this was the only time in my life that she's like, it is amazing. You've never looked better. I was like, mom, after all this time, that's all I had to do was cut little bangs. But um, yeah, the reactions I've been getting from other people are, I, I've gotten quite a few times Will from Stranger Things and, and you know who Will is and you know who Will is and that's fine. Hey, he's a good guy. What are you going to do? But I've also gotten, what was the other one? Oh, Winona Ryder and Beetlejuice. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. She was a cutie. I'm not mad at her. But you guys will, uh, I'll reveal the bangs probably at some point on Instagram. Next time I post something on Instagram story. But that's my life update. Very exciting stuff. I, um, I wanted to get into these emails. Let's see. My mom just called me before when I was recording this the last time. She was like, I'm making chicken cutlets. What are you doing? Like, you're so fucking cute. My mom, like one thing about her is she is a cutie. She's just so damn cute and she loves my bangs. So (laughs) she's the number one fan of my bangs. She may be in a a league all of her own, honestly. All right. This um, email says, when should I shut up? Literally, it sounds like an email that I would write because every time I speak, I go, oh God, I should probably shut up now. Okay. She says, hi, Carly and Carly's pussies. Oh, thank you for shouting out my pussies. First, let me begin by saying you're such an incredible role model to me. Oh my God. Thank you so much. And I really have looked up to you so much since starting to listen to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. She put in the email, your advice and the things you prioritize in your life are so inspiring and you truly make me smile. Also apologize for the long email. Uh, I really don't know how to write without going on and on. Oh, no worries. Also, this is not a long email. I'm scrolling girl. That's not a long email, but thank you so much. That's such a nice, that's such a sweet note. Uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for a little over five years after meeting in college, we live about an hour away from one another. And since we both still live at home, um, and we're in grad school at work, we end up seeing each other about once a week or once every other week. It sucks to not be so close, but I know things could be way worse. And I'm lucky that I get to see him when I do. He has a close group of friends at home. Whereas I only have a few random friends from high school. I'm familiar with his close group of guys and girls, and we get along really well. Sometimes, though, he hangs out with an extended group of people in addition to the five or six that he's close with. In parentheses, mostly friends of friends who are now on my who are now my boyfriend's friends from being around them often. Does that make any sense? I feel like that was confusing. Um, no, it's not confusing. I know what you're saying. Just kind of friends by association, right? Like his friends bring a few people and they bring a few people and then it becomes like a larger group, like a larger going out group. I get it. Um, Anyway, there is one girl and his extended group of friends who he sees a lot and I can't help but get super jealous. I'm funny and kind and outgoing, but I have a long history of mental health issues that impact my self-esteem and my self-confidence. My boyfriend is extremely good looking and he doesn't stress or get insecure about literally 
anything, which is so insane to me. I have not found one thing in the whole five years that we've been together. This girl is outgoing and fun, and she really doesn't give many shits about anything. And she and my boyfriend get along great. I can't help but think that he might have feelings for her because he's always laughing when she says anything and he gets along with her in a different way than he does the other girls in the close knit group. Um, Whenever I'm out with them, I get so insecure and jealous and I hate that I do. I then feel like such a loser for getting in my head about all of it and lose even more confidence. It's hard because I'm not super close with all of my girls and all of the girls and my boyfriend that my boyfriend hangs out with, even though I'm talkative and we get along, they're all a lot more comfortable around each other than I am. I compare myself so much to everybody and especially anybody who I feel would be trying to impress my boyfriend. Sounds so bitchy, I know to say. I don't think that's bitchy. Um, I end up feeling upset, jealous, and disliking this girl, even though she's done nothing wrong. I'm very open about my mental health stuff with my boyfriend who tries to understand as much as he can as someone who doesn't have that sort of anxiety. My question is, should I ever bring this up to him? It eats away at me when we're together, but I don't want to sound jealous or insecure, even though I am. This might sound dumb, but I also wouldn't want to put the idea into his head by bringing it up if he hasn't already acknowledged himself to have that type of chemistry with her. I also can't tell if I'm making this up in my head due to my insecurities. Do you have any advice? Sorry for the long-winded email. Um, thank you so much. Love you lots. Ooh, and then she gives a good fuck, Mary kill. Okay, girl. This this one's right up my alley. Um, okay. So, sorry, I'm just saving that fuck, Mary kill so that we could do it later. Okay. Okay. So I think a lot of people have had this same experience, right? I think we've all kind of gotten weird vibes from someone, even if they don't put those vibes out necessarily. But if we see our our person, our partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, kind of gravitating towards someone, we just can sometimes feel like, oh, that's weird. Um, Okay, so I don't think you're crazy for feeling this way. I think we all have been in a situation similar where we feel a little jealous because our partner, our boyfriend, our girlfriend, whatever is kind of like gravitating towards someone. And I think a lot of it has to do with us not knowing that person and kind of building them up in our heads. Like I remember I was dating a guy and he was really close with this girl and I would never want to be like, you can't hang out with this girl anymore or blah, blah, blah. But I felt like they were flirting. And I remember saying something to him about it. And he was like, I just feel like if you met her and like more than just like high and by, and you guys actually talk to each other, you would see that there's really, really nothing there. Um, and then once I got to know her a little better, I'm like, oh, I get it. You know, it, it wasn't anything. It wasn't anything inappropriate. Listen, I've been in situations where it was something inappropriate too, but I, the one that I'm talking about now is like relating to what you're saying the most, because it's like, he hasn't given you any red flags other than he gets along with this girl. Right. And he seems closer with her than he does his other girlfriends. So I remember feeling like I, I feel crazy. He never did anything to make me not trust him or make me feel insecure. But listen, we all have anxiety. We all have something sometimes like a little jealousy. And I feel like the best thing to do is talk to him about it. Um, And tell him, listen, 
it could just be all in my head. I don't want this to be an argument. I don't want to fight with you about it, but I just want to tell you like this, the, the relationship, the friendship you have with this girl makes me feel a little uneasy. And you know that I struggle with anxiety and it kind of like makes my anxiety flare up, you know? And I think he'll be understanding of it. It's totally common. It's totally normal that these things happen. You might be also more insecure about it because he's not insecure. <laughs> like you said, he's never been insecure about anything in five years. So it's like, you might feel, oh, he doesn't even have that. He's never made me feel this way. He's never been jealous of any of my guy friends. So I feel weird coming to him and saying this, but girl, he'll understand. He'll understand. And then you kind of give him the space to say no I, and just make you feel better. But I've been there. Trust. I think it's, it's completely normal. And I remember once I kind of like spent a little bit more time with that girl. Not like we, we didn't like go out for brunch or anything like that. But if there were, if it was like a group of us all hanging out, I made a little bit more of an effort to talk to her and chat with her and whatever. And I was like, she really isn't flirting with him. But in my head, I'm like, she's flirting with him and they're laughing together. And what are they, you know, like whatever. Um, so I think that will kind of ease your mind. If you just chat to him about it, there's no point ever in a relationship as, as silly as you think you're being, or as crazy as you think you're being or insecure or anything like that. There's nothing's ever worth not speaking up for yourself because otherwise you're the one that suffers. And it could be something that's completely squashed once you chat about it. I'm such an advocate for just like speak up, even if you feel silly about it, you gotta. Otherwise you just drive yourself crazy because nothing is worse than what we think in our minds. I swear. One of my friends was dating this guy and he, um, like if she went like a night without hearing from him, she was like, he's hooking up with other girls. I'm like, girl, no, he's not. He's probably like sleeping. Just tell him you need him. Just tell him you want him to call you every night. If that will ease your mind and make this problem 100% go away. And it did, you know, we, we build things up too much in our heads. Sometimes you can't help it. I'm so excited about this one. Dipsy, what is your love language? Is it physical touch, time with your partner? People get turned on all sorts of ways. Dipsy has in invented a whole new love language, sexy stories for whenever you're in the mood. Dipsy is an app with a with hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women, bringing scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. You'll discover stories that are adventurous, vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of the stories are voice acted by people of color. New content is released every week, so you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories that you can read. Girlies, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash secretkeepers. That's 30 days full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash secretkeepers dipsystories.com slash secret keepers. We, we love to see it. It's a Valentine's day week. It's a Valentine's day week. And we also have our babies. We also have our babies over at Lumi. You guys, do you want to smell better naked? Okay. Yes. 
We all do. Lumi Whole Body Deodorant gives you a great smell for your pits, your privates, and beyond, created by an OBGYN who saw too many women being overtreated with antibiotics that they didn't need. She discovered the vagina is not to blame for odor below the belt. External odor needed uh, an external solution. So she created Lumi. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and controls odor for 72 hours and is pH optimized to safely protect our pH and control odor. You guys, I'm telling you, get the toasted coconut deodorant. It's so freaking good. And they have these little deodorant packets. I have one. I get, I gave, I gave my girly Alicia. Hi, shout out to Alicia. I gave Alicia one just to have them in your purse. How convenient is that? Everything that they have sent me sounds smells really, really beautiful. And I've been loving the stuff. You can build a custom bundle with their best-selling products and customize your scents with Lumi's starter pack. It comes with full-size stick deodorant and cream deodorant tube and two free products of your choice made with the most sensitive parts of the body in mind. Use Lumi products on your pits, under boobs, butt cracks, vulvas, and your feet. You hear that? The sticks just go on like regular deodorant and they work on your private parts too. With over 150,000 five-star reviews, we're so confident that you'll love Lumi. Get over 40% off your starter pack bundle with code secret at lumideodorant.com. That's code secret at lumideodorant.com to save big. Smell better naked with Lumi. But okay, let's see this one. This one says embarrassing. Hi, Carly. I listen to the pod every Monday and still can't figure out... (laughs) a not embarrassing way to start this email. So hi, I love you and the potty. I'm going to totally kiss you right on the lips because up until like five years ago, I didn't know that everyone didn't do that. For context, I'm sure brown hair, chunky Italian girl from New York with a weird Brooklyn Italian family. And we all kiss on the mouth. <laughs> oh, it's so Italian to kiss. Like, it's so funny if you see like even older Italian men, like my dad seeing his friends from like the construction union, they're like, Mwah. <laughs> they're like, how you doing? Kiss. <laughs> I love it. Um, anyway, I have a super embarrassing story to tell you. It starts off sad, but my strange sense of humor helps along the way. So my husband and I recently started IVF because we've been trying to have a baby for the last two years with no luck. And I thought, wow, that sucks. But I fancy myself a doctor on the weekends from all the Grey's Anatomy I watch. So this won't be that bad. Well, I was wrong because it's not just the needles and the hormones and the emotional roller coaster that you go on. No one will ever tell you what hurts the most during the whole process, but it's the egg retrieval part where you put your legs up in the air while laying on your back in front of an operating room full of people. Oh my God. Before they put you under anesthesia, that is the most embarrassing, worst part of the whole thing. Wait, the way that, and and I'm sorry if I'm completely ignorant, the way that I didn't know that's how it happened. That's never how I envisioned egg retrieval happening. Um, are you following this? It's not like the gyno where you lay down and your feet are in the stirrups and someone looks at your gyne. No, you lay flat on your back and then you put your legs straight up in the air. What? And then bend your knees into the stirrup on the sides of the table, full spread Eagle and butthole out. Oh my God, girl. The way I thought it was just like the regular stirrups from the gyno. Oh my goodness. Why the hell do they have you with the legs straight up in the air? Okay. She says, now, I don't know if you know someone with a fear of having their butthole looked at. Uh, What do you mean if I know someone? I am someone. Trust me. I don't want anyone. 
I don't want anyone looking at my damn butthole. Uh, she says, but now you do for background. I had to go to the gastro once and had to look at, and <laughs> they had to look at my butthole. And once they told me to bend over, I started seeing stars and fainted on the floor, not fainting. Needless to say, this was the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. Like, why, why can't you just put my legs in the air when I'm unconscious? I had to float. <laughs> Oh my God. Honestly, that's what makes most sense. Can you request that? Can you say like, knock me out first, just knock me out first. And then you can put my legs up, uh, up in the stirrups. I don't need to see that. It's so true. Cause she says I had to float off into anesthesia covered in shame with my butthole out. It's so true. That's not a calming feeling. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll do anything for a baby of our own, but these are things that somebody should tell you and they don't. P.S. For all the secret keepers, you may not be ready for a baby now, but you should look into your fertility status as soon as possible because had someone told me how hard this was, I how hard this would be later, I would have at least looked at it sooner. No one is going to, no one is saying having a baby or that's a cool thing to do, but if it's something you might want later on, look into it now. I, I, I get that. I agree with you. She says, anyway, thanks for reading this novel about the most embarrassing day ever. I can't believe you fainted outside of the, oh, wait, were you, oh, wait, oh, you were naked too. And you fainted. Oh my God. Did they have to give you the smelling salts? Is fainting on the same level as choking on the level of embarrassment? Oh my God, you poor thing. But I a thousand percent agree with you. Um, when I go to the gyno to get like a checkup, I just go like, I ask about my, my little eggs, how many eggs I got left. How do they look? You know, and she'll, she's shown me on the sonogram many times, like these are your eggs. They look healthy. It's important to know. And if I, um, like I, I would look into also, um, freezing my eggs one of my close friends looked into it and had gone for the consultation. And I think she kind of got spooked out. That's the thing. These things are so vulnerable that it's like, if you have a doctor that has bad bedside manner or you don't feel safe or comfortable with them, you kind of just like get freaked out and you're like, I don't want to deal with it. And I think that's what happened with her. And I probably would have had the same reaction. Um, cause it feels very business, you know, and I get doctors have to be that way, but it's just like, it's just, ugh. I get where you're coming from. Wow. Ask them if they could do it when, when you're knocked out, put me out, put me the hell out. Okay. You guys just a quick word from our friends over at factor fact, let factor help you hit your goals in 2023 factor shops, preps, cooks, and delivers food right to your door. So you can enjoy chef crafted dietitian approved meals minus the hassle, giving you more time to do everything else that you want. These fresh, never frozen meals are delicious and nutritious. I love these guys. Their chef's chef's their chef's choice options are always simple and they taste great. Um, with calorie smart and keto options, factor meals are perfectly portioned to keep you on track 
with all of your goals. They now offer 30 meal options per week. Plus you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of sweets, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons head to factormeals.com slash secret keepers 50 and use code secret keepers 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's a good deal girlies. That's code secret keepers 50 at factormeals.com slash secret keepers 50 to get 50% off your first box. We also have our babies over at ZocDoc. When you are, when you're with, (laughs) when you're with your doctor, it is nice to have their full attention. We've all had doctor doctors whose bedside manner left something to be desired. We were just talking about this, right? On ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you and prioritize you. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available whenever you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. Choose from thousands of patient reviewed doctors and specialists, browse your doctor profiles, upload and verify your insurance information and get the care that you need. Go to ZocDoc.com slash secret keepers and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book top rated doctors today. Many of them are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash secret keepers, ZocDoc.com slash secret keepers. Now that's a tongue twister. Now that's a tongue twister, girls. Let's see. This one says mortifying, (laughs) mortifying tampon story and a hot construction man. Okay. Relatable. Hi, Carly. I'm a newish listener and just want to start off by saying thank you for being hilarious. Oh, thank you so much. I was just listening to the email from the girl who wrote in about the car accidents being embarrassing and she's so right. (laughs) I'm in the back of an Uber crying, laughing in my driver thinks that I'm crying. Also very embarrassing. Uh, Anywho. Oh, thank you so much, by the way. Anywho, while getting acquainted with some of the recurring themes on the potty, I couldn't help but notice some of the commonalities and wanted to share a story that is both a beautiful romance and mortifying. I'll try to keep it brief, but please bear with me. After ending a shitty three-year relationship in January, the universe literally gifted me the hottest construction guy. I'm writing this. (gasps) I'm writing this oh my God, from an Uber on the way to his actual unironic wood shop. What? Where he builds furniture (gasps) in Queens. No. Girl, Queens, she said. Wow. That sentence got me a little hot and bothered. Not the the wood shop in Queens. By the way, it's giving Aiden sex in the city. I went on one Tinder date after the breakup and we've now been dating since February. Okay. Um, He's almost always covered in paint or sawdust or both. And I laugh every time you mention construction guys, because girls, same, it's the hand calluses <laughs> and the paint on the forearm. So true. So things are going great. Won't waste a bunch of time talking about it, but believe me when I say I am in a legit blessed and couldn't be happier relationship, which is not something I ever thought I would say as a single 31 year old woman living in Brooklyn. Okay. So there's hope for the girlies is what you're saying. Uh, but so then out of the blue, I got laid off from my job a few weeks ago and had to some, and had a somewhat predictable meltdown. I actually feel like this was a blessing in disguise. I hated the job. It paid very, it paid very well, not paid very well. Girl, I had a couple drinks at brunch. It paid very well. So I don't know if I would have left on my own, but I feel much better out of the toxic work environment. Um, I worked for almost three years there and I was really shocked when it happened and it sent me into a pretty low place. Oh, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that that happened, but honestly, it feels like 
now that a little bit of time has passed, you see that it was for good reason. But they gave me a, a lot of severance. And in my heightened state of anxiety, after the incident, I decided to book a solo trip to the Southwest for a combo day hike and day spa scenario. This was your girl first, your girl's first firing. And needless to say, I was fully distraught and wanted to get the fuck out. My boyfriend com couldn't come because obviously building objects slash buildings is not a task that can be done remotely, but the desert is easily the best biome and I couldn't stand to be in Brooklyn for another nanosecond. So I basically said, fuck it. And just decided to clear my mind and take a bunch of hot girl walks near some cacti and write in my Michelle, Michelle Obama guided journal. Okay. Love that for you. I had a pretty good week, mostly drank a bunch of Margie's in the hot tub and managed to fit in some nature time. It also worked out well because I started my period the day after I left for the five day trip. So I wouldn't have to do any awkward period sex whatsoever. Girl, when I look back at this <laughs> being naive, it is absolutely shocking. So I get back on a Friday night and a hot construction boyfriend picks me up at the airport in his car. Oh, he has a car too? This guy has everything. Naturally, we hook up that night and again the next morning, all is right in the world and I'm living my best unemployed life. It's <laughs> it is hot recession summer and we're all going out. And then the next day I start having really bad cramps, which is weird because my period literally just ended first red flag to make a long story short. I then discovered that I had forgotten to remove a tampon before getting off the plane. I was mortified, Avi, and tried to get it out myself, but I couldn't. My boyfriend was coming to pick me up and drive upstate the next day. And I answered the door, literally sobbing. <laughs> wrapped in a shower towel and like there is no delicate way to say this but he had to retrieve the tampon oh that's your man that's your man for sure that's your husband after that she says it was so bad uh, we had to literally put lube on his hand to get it out. And to make matters worse, I only had lube in the weird little sex toy box that my shitty ex left behind. It's a <laughs> It's a brand. <laughs> it's a brand. <laughs> oh my god! It's a brand called Fuck Water. <laughs> it's a brand called Fuck Water. I had to put it on. Oh. My God, I had to put it on the hands of my hopefully future, <laughs> future manual laborer husband so that he could reach into my vagina and get a used tampon out of my actual cervix. Oh my God. Thankfully he has big hands. That's a humble brag. Again, this guy has everything and was able to get the tampon out, but it was easily the most mortifying experience of my entire life. I have no idea how this person is still hanging out. Like nothing happened. <laughs> He literally introduced me to his parents the following weekend, and I feel like I, I'm a Times Square trash fire. Just wanted to share that humiliating story and also send love to the girlies because, ladies, this is the most horrifying shit ever. But if I have to live it, you can, too. Um, I also wrote I also wrote this in June and it's now February. We're still together, but never be embarrassed about literally anything. XOXO. Love you and the kitties. Oh, my gosh girl <laughs> girl you want to know what and i'm going to say this and i mean it men that do manual labor that would not even affect them in the slightest 
getting the tampon would not affect this man in the slightest. Okay. And that's the type of guy you got to marry. It's so true. He's not going to be grossed out by it. He's not even going to ever, I bet you that guy, I, I bet you he never even thought about it again after he did that. He's like, all right, yeah, cool. Like come meet my mom and dad. First of all, he obviously loves the shit out of you, but, but either way, that's the type of, that's the type of guy you got to marry is someone who's like not grossed out by anything. I can't. That is so funny. Yeah. If a guy takes a tampon out of you, that's you, you legally have to marry him because because <laughs> then he'll take that to the grave because then he'll take that to the grave. Uh, okay. This one says newly single need the girlies advice. Hi, Carly. I love you so much. Oh, I think it's much. I love you too. I desperately need some help on dating and a current relationship. A few days before Christmas, my longtime boyfriend of 17 freaking years. Oh, that is a long time. And I broke up. I was devastated, but I'm definitely on the men seeing the brighter side of life. Everything happens for a reason. Uh, see, you want to know what? We're getting a lot of positive girlies this week. And the thing is, my BFF kind of got me talking to this really hot guy about a month ago, and we've been hooking up constantly and going out. He's cooking me literally breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I have a freaking toothbrush there, and I find myself catching feelings. Eeshk. <laughs> but can I ask if he's talking or looking to talk to other people? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Or is this just what single people do? I used to be so secure, and since the breakup, I'm the complete opposite. So I don't know. If I'm ready to trust another person again, do I tell him that? Please help a girly out. I don't want to sound like a crazy psycho, but I do think I kind of like him and never in a million years thought I would be caught up with someone so quickly. Okay, so I think this is a really common situation to be in. I think that when you first start dating someone and everything's going great and you're hanging out and you can't get enough of each other, you just kind of a lot of times assume like, oh no, I like him. He likes me we're not seeing other people, but time and time again, and it's happened to me in my life so many times. And we've heard it a million times on the podcast where if you don't address it, if you don't say what you want and what your expectations are out of the situation ship, then things get, things can slip through the cracks and then they have a reason to go, Oh, well, yeah, no, I'm dating somebody else because you and I never talked about it or whatever. Like just ask him, are you talking to anybody else right now? Are you, are, are you sleeping with anyone else? Just so I know, like, first of all, that's a very safe way to go about it as well. Um, but you want to know what I've done. You just say like, tell me just so I know, cause if you're dating other people, so am I. And it's true. And if he says, yeah, I'm dating other people. Okay, cool. Then I'll go on a few dates. There you go. You know, it's so, so important to, to have these conversations before we fall in love with someone. Like if, even if you really, really like someone, it's like, okay, well it's fine. It was new. It was only a couple months or a few months later. And then things fizzled out because we wanted different things or we were looking for different things. Um, rather than, oh, I was going back and forth with this guy for eight months, 10 months. And it was ambiguous the whole time. And I didn't really know what he wanted. Like it's just too messy that way. And then a certain amount of time passes where they go, oh, well, I haven't committed to her yet. Why would I do it now? I've been, I've been getting what I want out of it for the last year, you know? But also, I think it's important to 
on the other end of it, say what you want and what you're looking for. If you don't want a serious relationship, if you don't want to jump into anything right away, because you're still really healing from your long relationship ending. Um, I think that's perfectly valid too. So I think it's important to tell him what you're looking for and what your kind of expectations are. Like, I don't want to be in anything serious right now, but I really enjoy spending time with you. And I would feel more comfortable if we were both not sleeping with other people. You could start there if that's what you want, if that's what you want. Cause I think that's the safe way to do it. Cause otherwise it just can lead to such, such mess. Right. Um, let's see. But girl, I, these poor guys that I go out with poor guys that I go out with, don't feel bad for them. I don't feel bad for them. I go, I call people out. Oh my God. It was so funny. Me and I'm always under the impression me and my friends were laughing the other day. Cause I said like, I'll be the type of person, like I would be at my wedding and he would say his vows. And when it was my turn to say, I do, I would go, mm, I feel like you're lying, but okay. Like, I really always am thinking that somebody's lying, <laughs> that men are lying to me specifically men, not, not the girlies, but, um, I was out with Alicia a couple of weeks ago and we were talking to this guy and he like asked for our numbers or whatever. Cause we were like, he, his friends were out. We were going to meet up with his, whatever it was. And he takes his phone out. And I just saw out of the corner of my eye, a picture of him <laughs> and someone else on the, on his phone screen. And I go, who's the girl. And we weren't even like flirting, like none of us were flirting. He was just like, cool. He was like, oh, I'm meeting up with my friends. Maybe we'll all meet up later. Okay, cool, whatever. And I go, who's the girl? Like that, in that tone of voice too. Just so accusatory and so sassy and so much attitude. And he goes, that's my mom. And then Sean, me up in the picture. <laughs> Show me the picture of him and his mom. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> And he was hysterical laughing. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> one thing about me, I can't bite my tongue. I just can't do it. Let's see. This next one says bad eyebrows. Uh-oh. Hi, Carly and the kitties. I'm writing in because I don't know what to do when I see people with bad makeup, especially eyebrows. I want to help a girly out and tell them, but is it overstepping and mean to say something? Because I just want to be like, girl, you literally drew two huge sperm cells on your face or you look like you have Sharpie on your brows. I never say it. And I would never say it in that way because I'm a nice person, but is it rude to say something or would it be, or would I be doing a service by letting another girl know that she low key looks like a clown? If it were me, <laughs> if it were me, I would be so embarrassed and also thankful. Just like the time a coworker hinted to me that someone smells like BO. And then I realized that I forgot to wear deodorant. Cue me washing my pits with hand soap in the bathroom um, and digging out old deodorant out of my purse. Anyway, love you. love the potty kissing right on lip spikes. So you want to know what's crazy? Like I would never like, unless somebody asked me, what do you think of my eyebrows? What do you think of my makeup? I would never, ever, um, say anything, but if I look bad, I would want someone to tell me that's the thing, but it's like to a certain degree, right? Like, um, like if I have food in my teeth, if I have a booger, you know, if my hair, if my bangs, 
if my bangs get even shorter, you know, stuff like that. I think there's that saying, if they can't fix it in five minutes, don't say anything, right? If it's not, oh, you got some lipstick on your teeth or, oh, your makeup smudged. If someone can't fix it in five minutes, don't comment on it because, but also I think it's like, maybe if it's like, you know, you want to be subtle about it, like, oh, like I use this product on my eyebrows or whatever, but Hey, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But if somebody had, if I have a booger, please pick it. And don't even tell me you stick your finger in my nose and pick my booger and see if I freaking care. I wouldn't care. I've done it. I've done it to my friends. If I see a booger in one of my friends noses, guess what? My finger is going up there unannounced. I'm not telling you. I'm going to get the job done and I'm going to do it well. See, that's something also like I don't get grossed out by anything, but yeah, I would just, I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say anything because it hurts people. It, 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 unless you go really, unless you're really, really subtle about it. Like you would have to figure out a way that was very subtle if you wanted to say something. But um, other than that, unless someone asks, I wouldn't just because like, it could hurt, it can hurt someone's feelings, you know? I'm trying to think if, uh, if I've ever <laughs> once. Okay. So in my last apartment, I had like a terrace and I would like, my friend would come over and we would have dinner out there. Right. Like little freaking dinner al fresco. I would say, do you want to come over al fresco? And she would go, yeah, I'll bring the, I'll bring the wine. I'm like, okay. So one night I was cooking and my, my, I never really had like good AC and that I had like a couple window units, but the apartment was so wide open that like, the AC like wouldn't be in any room. Like it was just kind of like floating around and nothing really ever got cool. So it was so hot and I was an idiot and I should have just made stuff that was like cold, right? Like I should have just made stuff that was like cold, but I was like, I'm making this like special, like I need this like pasta with crab and like garlic bread and blah, blah, blah. So needless to say, it was like a New York hot summer like day slash night that I was preparing this food. And by the time she got there, girl, I was a rat. Okay. I looked like a rat. She showed up like, holy shit. And she didn't say anything to me. Right. And while I had been cooking, I put my hair up in this bun because I was sweating so much. Like I'm a sweaty girl. I don't care. But I put my hair up in this bun and I hadn't looked at myself in the mirror because she came in. I'm like, oh, I'll set, I set the table outside. Like, let's go have a drink and blah, blah, blah. And when she was leaving, I look in the mirror. I said, girl, my hair looked so bad. My hair never looked worse in my life. The bun was doing this weird thing. It was so bad and it was frizzy and like parts were sticking up and parts were like stuck to my head and my face. (laughs) And I said to her, I said, oh my God. I said, my hair looks like this. She goes, girl, I haven't been able to stop staring at it. I said, why didn't you say anything to me? She's like, I couldn't stop staring at it. It was, it's like staring me right in the face, girl. It looks so scary. I'm like, you could have told me it's just me and you. And I threw it up because I was like getting stuff out of the oven. I was sweating my ass off. 
oh my god she still brings it up she's like remember your hair that time i came over for crap (laughs) oh my goodness oh my goodness but okay let's do this let's see let's do this fuck mary kill that we got where's my little notepad hold on i copied and pasted it oh here it is oh this uh this is the good one bagels in parentheses new york long island bagels croissants or biscuits bagels croissants and biscuits i would go ahead and say wow i love all of these things in a very serious way but i'm gonna have to do the thing where when i love all three things if, if, if it's a food, fuck, marry, kill. If I think, okay, if I love all three things, what are the things that I eat the most, right? That's how I'm going to narrow this down. I eat bagels the most. I'm marrying bagels. To me, there's nothing better than that regardless. So there's no competition really. We're marrying bagels. Then do I eat, what do I eat more? Croissants or biscuits? I eat more croissants than biscuits, but I do love a biscuit. Okay. So I'm, but unfortunately- And I hate to say this and I hate to be this girl, but I'm going to need to kill biscuits, which really sucks because I love a croissant and croissants are French. They're French. Sometimes you just got to be French, you know? So that's my story and I'm sticking to it, but I will miss biscuits. I can't even remember the last time I had one, but I do love those things. Ooh, have you ever had a corn biscuit? Ooh, don't even get me started. Don't make me kill it, but I gotta. Anywho, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Sorry, this episode was, uh, uh, the intro was a little, little crazy, but I love you guys. And I hope you have a great week and happy Valentine's day to the girlies. And tell me what you guys did for Valentine's day. I want to hear all the stories and I'll chat to you soon. Bye.